Welcome to the Prepped and Polished Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to take control of your education. Featuring weekly interviews with influencers in the world of education, as well as tutoring tips, lessons, and updates. And now, here's your host, Alexis Avila. Hi, everyone. This is Alexis Avila of Prepped and Polished, a tutoring and test prep firm. We provide in-person and online tutoring for test preparation tests like the SAT, ACT, grad and private school tests. And we do academic subject tutoring, such as math, science, English, language, study skills. If you want more information about that, please check out preppedandpolished.com. And I welcome you to the Prepped and Polished podcast where we interview amazing and inspiring guests in the world of education, as well as offer tutoring and test prep tips, lessons, and updates. And we do a Celebs Giving Back series as well. We focus on celebrities who give back to the world in a positive way. Our interview series starts right now with episode 44 with Ellie Swartz. Get to know the Prepped and Polished community. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Prepped and Polished. Joining our show today is essay advisor and author Ellie Swartz. Ellie is an an experienced writer and author of dozens of articles for both the Journal of Legal Ethics at Georgetown University and for Teen Life Media, and has over a decade of experience helping hundreds of students gain acceptance to America's best colleges, grad schools, and independent secondary schools. Ellie received her BA with honors from Boston University and JD with honors from Georgetown University. Ellie's company, The Essay Advisor, helps students with the school application process, particularly focusing on the application essay. From brainstorming to editing to hitting send, Ellie Swartz offers a custom-designed, personalized approach that best ensures your son or daughter will get into a top-tier school. On today's episode, Ellie talks about the challenges students face when applying to colleges and offers some of her best school application essay tips. To our listeners, you can submit a question at any time to radio at preppedandpolished.com. I love hearing from you. Ellie Swartz, thanks for coming on the Prepped and Polished podcast. How are you today? I am great. Thanks so much for having me on the show. It's been a great week. Awesome. Awesome. So let's jump into this. Uh, Can you focus on a couple of um, pivotal moments that brings you to us today as an essay advisor, expert for students who are applying to colleges, not only colleges and grad school and grad schools and secondary schools. Sure. My business, the essay advisor, has started pretty organically. As a writer, I've been writing law books for twenty years, um, children's books. My middle grade novel Finding Perfect was just acquired and is due out in fall two thousand sixteen. I've been focusing on voice for a long time and storytelling, and I've had a, I had a lot of friends and family reaching out asking me if I could help their children look over their essays, give them some advice, help them with the editing, and sort of guide them. And I started doing that, and I realized that I loved it. And within a couple of years, I realized I had a lot of friends and family's children who I was helping, and decided that this was something I wanted to put a lot more time into and turn it into a business because it was it's just a confluence of my skill set. 
I love teaching. I taught law school, legal research and writing for a while. I love the writing and the whole idea of finding voice and sharing a story and really helping these kids and families out at this pivotal time and often overwhelmingly stressful time in their lives. And being able to really help them is incredibly rewarding. That's awesome. And I love the the transition from writer to to what you're doing now with your company, The Essay Advisor. Can you just talk a little bit about The Essay Advisor and, and how exactly do you help students with the essay and the school application process? Sure. Um, the Essay Advisor, what I do is everything from brainstorm to send. My business mm. is very individualized because there's no two students, no two families that have the same needs, the same strengths. Um, some of my students are local, some are national, some are international, and everybody jumps into the process at a different time and needs different things. So, for instance, some students I'll start with in late spring, early summer, will brainstorm, um, will every you know from showing them how to interview family members, answer certain questions, so they can get a number of what I call ideas for their idea bank, and then I'll move, we'll move into how to focus on the essay itself. And a lot of that is students will say, well, nothing has happened to me. Like, I don't know what to say. I've led a very boring life. <laughs> and I said right. to them, you know, they're 17. They don't, you know, it's not a Guinness Book of World <laughs> Records that, they're, that they need to share that, that type of moment with, with their readers. What they need to do is really focus on a sliver of time a lot of times it's the small moments that are really the most impactful. You know, what it was like the first time you got behind the wheel of the hand-me-down Buick that was your grandfather's that, you know, smells like his, you know, cigar smoke and mouthwash. Like, just those moments. <laughs> and really focus nice. on, like, what they feel like, what those moments, um, you know, using your senses to describe them, to bring your reader in. And then from, you know, drafting the essay to revising. A lot of kids have writer's block, so we focus on how to deal with that. And then, you know, it's staying organized is another piece of what I do when I'm with the students and their families, giving them a time frame. Okay, you know, let's work backwards. This is when you want to hit send. So what are the things in your life that you have, you know, such and such as birthday party, a soccer tournament, um, a family trip, mark those off on your calendar, and let's put in the dates that you now can get things done. And you really, I create a timeline for them so that they have the dates specifically for when they're going to hit send and when they're going to get me a draft and when they're going to be done so that they can look at the calendar and know that I've got their back and they're going to get this all done. And then we go through that, and it's flexible as it needs to be. If somebody gets sick, we rearrange the schedule. But they're always, they always have something that helps them move forward with the process and feel like they're in more control of the process, giving them information and it guiding them. So from the essay and to the organization piece. And then at the end of my sessions, I do a wrap-up and to-do with each, with each um, student and their family. And I send an email that to the student and their parents that says, this is what we did, so everybody's in a loop, and then a to-do list, these are the things you need to do with dates next to the to-do items. So again, everybody knows what's going on. 
Because a lot of times parents, you know, a child will get in the car and they'll say, how is it going? How is your application? You know, how, how, you know, where are you in the process? And they're like, I'm good. I've got it. And Mm -hmm. they don't want to talk about it. They talk about it all the time. It's very stressful. So I can communicate with the parents so that they feel at ease, so that they know that their son or daughter is moving forward in the process and that I've got their back and nobody's going to fall through the cracks. Everybody's going to get what needs to get done. And parents can ask me questions if they have them and they're not getting any answers from their son or daughter. And their children, I mean, are very often I get calls late at night, something doesn't load, they can't think of a word, they're frustrated, they're stressed. I mean, I'm, I'm there for them. They get my cell number, they can text me, call me, email me at any time. Amazing. I'm on board. Um, yeah. <laughs> so which, Ellie, which, um, which essays do you help the students with? So if we start with college, what, what essays are we looking at here? You're looking at, um, well, a lot of colleges are on what's called a common app. And so they sub- are members of that. So there's one essay for the common app. And then the, the colleges that are on the common app, a lot of them also have supplements. And that can be anywhere from one additional essay to four. It really depends on the school. Oh, okay. And then there are schools that are not members of the common app and they have their own individual application. So unfortunately it's not quite as uniform as we'd like it to be to really help the kids streamline the process. But um, Mm -hmm. each, so I help with all of the essays, the common app, the individual school essays, the supplements, and then the colleges that have their own applications. Nice. Can you share with us um, some things that students should not do when they're writing these school application essays? Sure. Uh, One of the things that I always say to my students is keep it positive. This is not the Mm -hmm. place to Mm -hmm. share what you did not like about high school and how your coach was unfair and your English teacher did not understand your Shakespeare essay. This is not the place for that. So keep it positive is one. Another is don't write to the word count. Write. Just write it first draft. And then when you edit, that's when the word count comes into play. Because often the gems are actually where you should even be starting your essay is going to come in paragraph two or three. And you just needed to write paragraph one and two to get there. And they're not even going to be part of the essay. So I don't, I never want my students to curtail what they're going to do. Um, I, I like them to write and then we go back and revise. Awesome. Have the questions that colleges asked changed uh, over the past 10 to 20 years? Yeah, I mean, more recent, uh, a couple years ago, the common application changed their essays. They did away, for instance, with their catch-all, oh. which was, you know, write anything you wanted, wanted us to know. Mm. Um, some, so those have changed. Some of the individual colleges have added and some have taken away their supplemental essays. Um, uh, colleges often add in supplemental essays because it narrows down their pool. Like not as many students are going to throw an application in if they have to write three more essays. Um, schools feel very differently about that. So they do change 
they're not always the same year to year. Oh, okay. So the students always have to look. But the Common App and most of the applications go live, which means they're available in August of your, right, the summer before your senior year. So that's when you can get the specific information. Ellie, can you share with us uh, maybe like a success story, say like maybe a student who came to you really struggling at first, but with just a couple tweaks, some strategies, he, he just thrived? Sure. I mean, the successes are come in very big and small forms. And I'm happy to say most of my, you know, my students, are, they've all been incredibly successful. I mean, all my ED students have gotten into their ED schools this year, for instance. Most of my students who've heard from EA, their EA decisions have, have gotten in. So in terms of the smaller successes is, you know, I get a lot of students that come to my office incredibly stressed. Sure. They're feeling deflated, defeated about their essays, their workload, their confidence is low. And we talk about, we talk about that. And we talk about what I can do to help them get to the other side, to feel better. What is it that's stressing them? And a lot, a number of my students, one I can think of in particular was like, you know, it's too, I'm never going to get it done. It's too much. I'm never going to get this done. And I said, okay, so let's deal with that stress. Let's break down everything you have to do for the college process. Let's put a date next to every single thing you need to do. And when we did that and she could visually see on the calendar that she could get it done, that it was possible, that she, you know, left my office feeling so much better, you know, just feeling that she had so much more information and so much more control. So one of the best strategies is always just being organized and mapping it out. And then the bigger successes, I had another student, she was certain she was not going to get into her ED decision this year, certain. She had already written her other application essays, the the supplements. She was preparing for ways to deal with her disappointment. And she sent me an email after she got into her ED decision saying how proud she was of herself, how she couldn't have done it without me. She thanked me for her for helping her, keeping her sane, and believing in her throughout the process. And I think for me, I've received a lot of thank you notes from my students and from their parents. And a lot of it has to do with the emotional component just believe having I believe in my students and really trying to have them believe in themselves that's amazing and it sounds like the parents go through a change too from beginning to working with you to at the end absolutely I mean the parents it's a very tricky time for them it's a huge moment in their lives because it's so important to their children but it's often hard for parents to know what their role is and what their role should be because this is really about the kids. It's not about, it's not about the parents and their alma mater and where they think their, ch- their child should go. And so talking with the parents about what is a good role for them. I mean, they can be, I would say like, you know, rock the supporting role, like focus on the things that you can do to support your child. For instance, 
when you're planning school visits, it's really hard for the kids if you're mapping out driving to figure out which school to visit first and how, you know, how much time they're going to need and where they're going to stay. So offer to help them with that. AAA has a great triptychs um, part of their site that's really helpful for mm. planning college visits. So offer to do that for them. Pick a day to talk to your kid about college. Don't talk to them about it every time you sit down over lasagna at dinner. I mean, nobody wants to talk about it all the time. It's too stressful. Oh, great tip. When you go to a college visit, offer to do something fun with them. Infuse some fun in the process. You know, if you're going to Indiana, offer to get tickets for a basketball game. Or to the theater, if you're going somewhere and your child is, is a theater major. I mean, explore the towns with them. Do something fun. And then when you're just with them in the car, I mean, really listen. Don't try to fix it. Just listen to them. They're stressed. They've got a lot going on. And just know that the process really isn't the same as it was when you were younger. The standards are different. There are more applications. And just being thoughtful that this is their process. It's not yours. And again, if parents have questions, I give them my number. I, I will support them if they don't think their child is moving forward or they're not sure what to do. I have a lot of parents come to me and say, you know, this is what's happening. And I'm not sure if they're doing their application the way they say they are. I'm not sure what I should be doing at this point because they're not talking to me about it. And typically those children, I'm, they're talking to me about it. They're my, you know, I'm working with them and I can assure the parents that they should keep supporting their kids. And in terms of the process, they are moving forward and they are going to hit send. What's the most rewarding part of your work? The kids. I mean, the kids are great. And really being able to, again, going back to, no, I have two sons who are in college. I get the stress. I mean, not just as an essay advisor, but also as a parent of the, pro like, I understand that stress. So when the kids come in and, as I've shared, are feeling their confidence is low, they're feeling the weight of the process, I... I mean, for me, it's incredibly rewarding when they get their yes or when they leave my office and are just feeling so much better, like you can see the smile on their face and they're lighter. They just, you know, their whole, they came in feeling so heavy and they leave feeling so much better. And when they say to me, oh my God, I feel so much better than when I came in, like this is great, I feel like I have a plan. Or when they get their yes and they call me I mean, I feel like I have so many children in December and March. I'm waiting by the phone or I'm waiting, you know, at my, to get an email and I get these incredible emails or thank you notes or phone calls with such exuberance in their voice. And they feel confident and excited about their future and confident in themselves. And for me, that's really what it's about. I want them to feel good about themselves. I want them to know that that they're more than this one decision and that they should feel really good about all they've accomplished up until this point and feel really good moving forward. And when that happens, you know, there's, there's really nothing better. It's very rewarding. Awesome. 
What's next for you and, and the Essay Advisor, and uh, what are you working on now? Um, the Essay Advisor has been growing significantly, which is exciting for me. The business has started started off, as I said, friends and family and local neighborhood, and it has grown. Um, last year, it went national and international. So the international component um, continues to grow, and as does the national component with Skype and Google Docs. There's there's nothing that can't be done over the phone or FaceTiming. There are so many options. So that's exciting for me because just meeting families and kids from all over is with different needs and different experiences is is very exciting. So really focusing on um, streamlining the process, always focusing on streamlining the process for the kids um, and making it as helping them have their time be used as efficiently and effectively as possible. So really helping the kids and streamlining the process for them is always a focus of mine. And um, in terms of writing, just always focusing on how to help them get their story. And as a writer, for me, I attend a lot of retreats and and take a lot of classes on voice and storytelling. So that always helps me share with them some tips and more tips on how to really get their voice and their story out there. Absolutely. And how can we get in touch with you? I am on, uh, I have a website, the essayadvisor.com, and it's um, essayadvisor with an E-R. And I also have an email, theessayadvisor at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook. There are weekly tips on navigating the college process at the SA Advisor. I am on Twitter at SA Advisor, and my cell number, which is a great way to reach me in terms of um, talking to me about if you have questions about the process, you want to understand what it is to work with me, the services that I offer, I'm at 617-838-8084. So those are all, I'm I check my email all um, all the time, and I receive texts and phone calls, and always am responding to messages I get. So I'm happy to answer questions. I'm happy to be a resource, and I'm happy to um, talk with people and explore the option of, of working together. Terrific. To any teens listening to the podcast today, any uh, any advice before they cross the bridge into young adulthood? Sure. I mean, if you're listening today and you're a junior, this is the time to get organized. Make your college list, make your plan to visit the schools, and really decide when you're going to focus and write your essay. Like, are you away for the summer? Are you around? Figure out your calendar, because that will really help you navigate the process and relieve a lot of the stress. So to get started, make a plan and get organized. And then once you do that, you can start thinking about the essay a little further down. But staying on task and being organized and having sort of a broad view of the process is always helpful. And if you're seniors, if you're celebrating, congratulations. 
If you've just hit send, really always follow up. You want to make sure that your documents and your file is complete by going on the school's portal that you apply to. And to always, you know, at some point, you just got to disconnect from the process. And once you've hit send, and if you haven't heard yet, and you're a senior listening, this is the time to really just enjoy high school. You've got one more semester, and just embrace it. So those are sort of my junior slash senior tips. Perfect. Ellie Swartz, thanks for joining us on the Prepped and Polished podcast. Really appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me, and uh, have a great day. This wraps up our show today with Ellie Swartz. To learn about Ellie's amazing work with the Essay Advisor, visit her at www.essayadvisor.com. I'm going to spell that out, www.essayadvisor.com. Thank you for joining us on the Prepped and Polished podcast. Now go out there and take control of your education. You've been listening to the Prepped and Polished podcast. For more information, check out preppedandpolished.com. Also, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Class dismissed.